Hello, Mountain Brook. Hope you all are doing well today. This is Donald Clayton, principal at Mountain Brook Junior High School. I'm joined by Brooke Gibbons, assistant principal at the junior high, and then also Carrie Busby, our assistant principal at Mountain Brook High School. Uh, she is joining us by phone, so if she does sound a little bit different than Brooke and I sound, um, you'll know why. Um, but our topic today, since we are going back to 100% capacity on Monday, October 19th, our topic today is how are we going to keep kids safe in the, in the school and in particular the classrooms, but also be able to educate them? Um, how do you educate in a 100% environment and also mitigate? So that's going to be our focus today, um, is, is being able to, to get those two things done. So we're going to start. Um, Carrie's going to start us off by talking about kind of an overview, general view of what it's going to look like uh, at Mountain Brook High School. Carrie? Hey, guys. Yes, we're excited about the plans that we put in place for um, starting at 100% capacity. Mr. Krieger has walked through every classroom to evaluate options. Teachers have eliminated furniture to create more space within their classrooms. We have met with departments to brainstorm solutions for individual teachers and so what we're primarily looking at would be relocating our larger classes to larger classrooms. For example, on our 500 hallway, we have some larger classrooms that, that can accommodate more students. And so we are gonna relocate some teachers to those spaces. We are looking at the Fine Arts Center in different ways, the choir room, the library is gonna house some classes, the glass classroom, we're looking at outdoor spaces, space in the arena use of the cage room and so our focus on the larger classrooms is relocation um, mr krieger's met individually with the teachers that have um, had more trouble than others resolving distancing issues um, and so he's he's worked in every classroom measuring moving furniture and finding solutions for the distancing part of the 100 percent capacity great you, go ahead carrie We've also um, made some considerations and changes to class change, considering how full the hallways will be. We're looking at dismissing on a green and gold class dismissal schedule to reduce population in the hallway. We are looking at one-way hallways and things of that, that nature to try to be as socially distanced, distanced as we can help the students be during class change. Yeah, and it's it's interesting, uh, very similar situation that we have at the junior high, but it, it's an interesting conversation. We talk about going back 100%, and the initial conversation is how do you get uh, getting furniture out? I think a lot of people would think, well, don't we need to get items back in if we're going to have 100%? But the key is, and we can talk about this specifically on what some things we've been doing at the junior high, is you got to get some of that excess furniture out so that we can get student uh, desks and chairs in the room at a, a safe social distance. Brooke, let's talk a little bit about the junior high and, and kind of the steps we've been going through over the last week or so. Yeah, so we're pretty much the same as the high school. Um, Mr. Kennedy has done a great job of meeting with every teacher. And like you said, Donald, when you talk about getting stuff out, um, we're really looking at using the full classroom wall to wall um, and making sure that we can get students in that six foot um, or outside that six foot radius uh, and use wall to wall. So we have removed um, furniture from those classrooms and we put furniture in the classrooms that will fit that need. So that's been um, that's been going on for the last uh, week and a half or so. I know that Mr. Kennedy's worked really hard with every teacher in, in doing that and getting that ready to go for um, 
October 19th. Yeah, so the conversation really ends up being how do we leverage the space we have available? And like Carrie mentioned, and I know we have the same situation at the junior high, we have several science classrooms that have labs uh, in the classroom. So they're larger larger rooms that can potentially accommodate um, students at that six-foot distance. So one of the things that we're all having to look through is how do we, if there is a class that you can't fit them in the room at six foot distance, what do you do? And one of those options is an alternate location, like maybe that particular class for, they travel to the science department room um, so they can be educated there. Maybe they go outdoors. Um, there are all types of opportunities. And, and Carrie, you mentioned several of them um, at the high school with, um, whether it be at the arena and some common spaces um, and just other locations. Let's talk about how we would leverage that space space and when a teacher might leverage um, some space outside of their classroom. So kind of what's the scenario, Brooke, talk to us about the junior high, like, and, and, and Carrie, you can also jump in on the high school. What's the scenario when a teacher would say, hey, I need to look outside of the space um, that I have because my kids um, don't fit in there in a safe way? Right. I think the, the first thing you, we have to look at is the number of students they have in their classroom. So if their room we know only fits 18 and they have a class of 24, then we know that we need to try to move them into a, a, another location that is that is bigger. Um, we also have some of our classes, such as career prep, health, um, career prep B, that do a lot of stuff um, independently. So we can use, utilize them in other locations and use their classrooms because their classrooms normally are a bigger setup. So we're moving class classes in those. And like you said, the um, science labs, those are all bigger rooms and each teacher has two off periods. Therefore, we have um, class uh, classrooms available for them during those times. Carrie, that's a pretty, sound like a pretty similar scenario at the high school. Mm-hmm. Yes, for example, there are a couple of social studies classrooms that come to mind, um, two in particular who's, who just have less space than the other classrooms nearby them. And so, for example, with one particular teacher, we have completely relocated all of her classes to the glass classroom simply because it's larger and and it's available. And so we have just designated that space for her. Um, but that's what we're looking at. We're looking at class sizes and then we're just trying to reimagine, relocate and leverage leverage the creative spaces that we have within our building. Yeah, that's a great word, reimagine, because that's really kind of what we've challenged our professionals to do is think about how you might design this, your instructional design, how you might be able to set this up to be able to keep kids safe and also educate them. I do know that we've talked, Brooke, at the junior high about like when the kids, we are excited. It's a great opportunity to have all of our kids back in instead of separated on the green and gold model, having every kid in there because we're so relationally based. So that direct instruction piece is still going to happen. We may be reimagining what the space looks like. However, we're, we're able to do be creative, but also get that direct instruction going. We've also talked about there might be times when a class has a lot of kids in it that they're doing some independent work and we might be able to leverage some spaces, whether that be out right in the hallway or, or, or an open classroom across the hall. And we, we know we're talking through different um, options of, of how do we get those supervised to make sure that every kid is in a supervised setting, but we're not going to be uh, teaching. Le- kids are not coming to school 
and just sitting on a Chromebook and learning um, through these through videos. Um, they're going to be able to get their direct instruction from their teacher. They may be doing some independent work. They might be learn the math lesson, and then hey, you're gonna you're gonna practice for the next ten minutes. And during that ten minute space, we might leverage the library or might leverage a little space in the hallway or outdoors, um, just so that we can spread out a little bit and keep everybody safe. Um, so that's really kind of what we're looking at as far as going back 100%. Let's talk briefly um, about Wednesdays. Um, I know our two goals on Wednesdays are really to give teachers time to plan because they have virtual students and and um, a lot of planning and prep to be able to edu- continue to educate our virtual students. And so they'll have that time um, on Wednesday mornings. But we also want to give a lot of time for our students to get support um, and be able to meet with teachers. So we have situations set up and we'll be communicating that from the local schools. We have commu- situations set up where students will be able to come on campus to be able to get help from their teachers on those particular days. Again, we'll be sending out more specific information about sign-up times from both the junior high and the high school um, over the next week or so. Um, As always, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate your support. um, And uh, we're looking forward to seeing all of your students on Monday, October 19th. Hope you guys stay well. Thanks.